Okay. We are back. And guess what? We both yeah. have decent microphones. Let's go. New mics. <laughs> no more uh, gamer girl headset quality. Oh, yeah. It'll be uh, nice. Watch after like all the editing editing we do. Watch it like end up being the same quality. Um, I will start crying if it is. <laughs> Me <so>. too. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, I can also use this mic for streaming, so it still wouldn't be a total loss. Speaking of, I am just now starting my own Twitch channel. By the time this episode comes out, I'll have already started streaming. So follow me on twitch.tv at flightythenerd. We'll do more plugs at the later as normal, but I just wanted to get that out there because I just I was setting things up tonight and I was so excited. I got the cutest streamer package. Um, I posted it on my Finsta, Liz. If you want to take a look, I saw I saw some of it. It is very (laughs) cute. cute. And I I got this like streamer pet that like if somebody if like if like for instance if like a sub um, I don't have subs yet obviously because I have to make affiliate first. But like if a sub says hi in the chat, the pet pops up and goes hi username. Or like if somebody like subs or something, it goes thanks for the whatever, and it's it's just so cute. It's cute. I love that. (laughs) Oh, it's a little gingerbread man. Because it was the only free one. I don't want to pay money yet. <laughs> Valid. Yes. Okay, well, so we are on episode four. Wow. Go Crazy us. times. Um, What a huge break from us, like, actually recording the other episodes. Yeah, so it's you crazy. guys have no idea, but we actually haven't recorded for, like, a month. <laughs> School happened. Yes, we were in the middle of finals during quarantine. I mean, I mean, on one hand, like, I actually didn't have that part of a final time but i know liz had a lot to do uh, uh yeah finals and like a job <laughs> yes. that stuff sucks you what know what i did however is i moved across the country crazy, um, crazy i am now living in the northeast i now live more north than liz does i know oh my um, god i moved in with my boyfriend and his family which has been really fun uh the 20 hour drive however was not fun um and i got to uh stay with liz for a little bit on my way up so that was fun yes and also episodes should be easier and faster coming out from now on because liz now also knows how to edit yeah Um, before it was just me and i take i was taking a really long time because packing the move and finals and i just had so much going on that i like didn't have time to properly edit so we didn't really record because there was a backlog of editing um yeah and then sadly last week i got sick luckily no covid no full covid test and everything so no covid but i was so sick and i was like i need a rest and get better yes our first week where we were free um it was like it was like i think we were like planning on recording like monday or tuesday and i was like Gabs, yeah, like I'm so sick mean. right now. I like couldn't get well, out of bed. And then, and then it was Christmas, and I'm Jewish, yeah. so like obviously I don't really celebrate Christmas. But my boyfriend, um, his family celebrates Christmas, so I was celebrating with them. Liz actually does celebrate Christmas, yes. so she wanted to. I was raised very Catholic. Yes, I was not. Um, <laughs> um, my power went out on Christmas. That was crazy. No way. I saw. Um, one of our it friends, ended up being okay. It was you, whatever. You know, you saw how Bree's power went out, right? Yeah. So one of our friends, um, oh, that's another update. I'll give you notice in a second. But she has a bearded dragon, so or her brother does. So she had to keep the bearded dragon warm because <laughs> their power was out and the bearded dragon was cold. Yeah, was luckily, like, so luckily for me, I uh, my family has a tortoise pancake. Can he's it, so cute. Ours luck power wasn't out for very very long and. They can kind of regulate their temperature a little bit more. 
speaking of bearded dragons, my boyfriend and I just adopted one. Her name yeah. is Frankie Stein, because um, Nick is really into Monster High, and I got into it for him about a year ago. And I actually cosplay Frankie. Um, she's eight months old. She's so cute. She's actually in the middle of her shed right now. We've had her for... I think going on three weeks now and she has like already warmed up to us for some reason like she just goes she just like doesn't want to eat crickets right now like we had to go a few days because all the stores near us were still out of crickets we finally got her crickets and for whatever reason she's just like refusing to eat them they're friends she literally they're is treating them like pets like she'll eat like two or three and then she just lays and they'll literally crawl on her head and she just sits there and lets it happen the funny thing, didn't your mom originally thought, like, you were raising your lizard dragon, like, yes! Jewish? <laughs> so, my mom posted on her Facebook that she was like, my daughter and her boyfriend adopted a lizard, but at least they're raising her Jewish, or so she tells me. And I was like, I, when did I ever tell you that I was raising her Jewish? My mom's like, well, you said her last name was Stein. Stein! <laughs> I was like... Yes, after this Frankenstein character. <laughs> Her name is Frankie Stein. As that actually made me cackle the first time I saw that. <laughs> she was like so excited. She was like so genuine too. Well, it's because like my mom knows that like I'm the, I'm like staunchly child free. I always have been. So my mom kind of like doesn't expect me to ever have kids. So mm-hmm. she she'll take what she can get, even though she hates lizards. Um, and she's just like. Well, at least you're raising her Jewish, and I'm like, I don't know what gave you that idea, because she is not being raised under any religion, because that would kind of be weird. Um, yeah, she's a lizard, so. I will say, she did celebrate Christmas with us. Um, Nick's parents got her the cutest little, like, dragon wings. Um, Love that. That she keeps figuring out how to get out of, and, like, refuses to stay in it. But, like, she'll, she'll let us put it on her, mm-hmm. but immediately, like, finds a way to wiggle out of it. And I'm like, well, then why did you let us put it on? Oh, Okay, well, yeah. We should probably get to fanfics <laughs> oh, now. probably. How long are we? We've got ten minutes in and we haven't even started the podcast. Go us. Okay, um, did I even introduce myself? No, I'm Liz. we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh my god, we do this every time. I'm Liz. Uh, Hi, Liz. I'm Gavs. Whoa, hey Gavs. I've never met you before in my life. <laughs> nope, never. So, anyways, um, a little bit about this podcast. Um, we both really like fan fiction, so we started this podcast to talk about all the fun tropes that authors use. Um, the way we run this podcast is uh, we alternate who goes first, who goes second each week. The person who goes first gets to pick their favorite trope of that week. So, uh, for this week, I picked crack or crack fix. And the second person gets randomly assigned a trope using a random generator. Liz, what did you get assigned this week? Uh, domestic. Well, technically domestic AU. It just said domestic, but it's domestic AU. Yes, domestic AU. So, like, we're not talking about, like, slice of life shows, but, like, say if, like, um, like, supernatural boys were living, like, in... Uh, at home i don't know anything else about that in like a normal just they're normal boys <laughs> yeah, or, they're no, normal. They, or they're just living their lives like yeah, outside like, of like their whatever they do we'll get into that when liz uh covers it but basically yes. that's it we'll tell you about the history um that we found on google because we're very very mm. smart and we know how to yes. use google uh specifically fan lore and we'll tell you about the hi- brief history of the trope, and then we'll give you guys uh, some dramatic readings of a couple excerpts of said trope. I'm really excited about Crack Fix. Liz, 
how much do you know about crack or crack fix? Um, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, it's supposed to be like funny, like mm -hmm. fix. Um, while it may be controversial, my favorite, my favorite crack fic is My Immortal. And that may be controversial, that be controversial? because, because some people do believe it was like written like genuinely. True. Okay. So for those of you who don't know My Immortal, which <sighs> classic, honestly, I think it would surprise me if anybody who decided to listen to a podcast about fan fiction tropes did not know My Immortal. It would genuinely surprise me. But if you don't, it's a Harry Potter self-insert fan fiction from like, 2008 you can literally find it everywhere online if you just search my mortal fanfic it'll pop yeah. up and it's this everyone's girl. emo yeah she makes everyone emo um i think was it harry's a vampire in it right yeah yeah um and like everybody has sex everybody's gay everybody's emo harry's a vampire and it's basically just like her self-insert um and she fucks terribly written it's as well really terribly written like um like, when I say, like, there's a lot of sex, like, think of it as, like, if an eight-year-old wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, like, as terrible as that sounds. Like, it's just yeah. really poorly written. Yeah. Um. So, um, there, there's, like, controversy, because, like, we really don't know, like, who the actual author of it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so some people do, I think the general consensus is it's, like, a crack fic. Like, it was written as a joke. See, the thing is, um, like, the argument but some, is that... But there's still no... We still have no way of know. knowing, so some people do think it was genuinely written, so... Right, because especially considering that this is, like, mid-late 2000s, when fanfic was really just starting to find its niche on the internet. I mean, fanfic's been around since, like, 70s, 80s, and even longer, but, like, in terms of fanfic as we know it. Um, and she... Or, sorry, I don't want to assume the author's pronouns because we really don't know. But you know, uh, like, the self-insert is a girl. Um, it's just, it's a lot. So yeah, that's Liz's favorite. Um, um, if you want to know, if you want to know more about it, uh, watch Sarah Z on YouTube has some awesome videos on My Immortal and its history. That's where I know oh, most of it from. It's noted. cool. Okay, we love it. Good to know. Yes. Um, I will tell you guys my favorite crack fic at the end of this because it is the second story excerpt <laughs> that I'm doing. Um, so I'll let it be a surprise. So um, it's not to be confused with like the slang also used in fandom terminology, which is crack for crack cocaine as if like a series is super addictive. Like um, there was a really popular slogan <laughs> kind of like um, early 2010s, late 2000s. So it's like, uh, anime cheaper than crack because it's like oh uh, I remember that yeah stuff. that was like a really big thing um I think yeah. it still kind of is in some anime <laughs> culture but yeah use it I remember so I see this like Facebook post I had I found from when I was like 13 that was like right after Charlie Sheen had been like a big thing and um it was like anime at least is cheaper than <laughs> crack or whatever with like a picture of like Charlie Sheen I don't know it was weird <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other definition of it is the one that we're going to focus on, which is fan works that are just plain old ridiculous, and the author must have been smoking crack to write it, um, which is the most mm -hmm. like common definition of it. So there's also ties into this with YouTube poops and crack videos. YouTube poops, uh, I think, classics. aren't like, exactly like, I would say they're more their own subsection. I would not put them anywhere near crack because yeah. like fix are written to like still be understood and get funny whereas youtube poops are like i don't know the best way we to explain they're just weird youtube poop is um what's that one about spencer and bagels 
Oh Spencer my shoves God. a bag- I think Spencer shoves a bagel up Griffin's ass or something. It's like an iCarly YouTube poop. And it's my favorite one. Every time I cry, I watch it and it makes me feel better. If you <laughs> if you don't know what YouTube poops are, first of all, you're too then you're young. probably yeah. I was gonna say you're probably a kid. <laughs> and <laughs> you if you don't, please watch some. They're you great. You probably shouldn't be listening to this if you don't know what they are. They're great. They were <laughs> the epitome of like thirteen year old like mm-hmm. YouTube. This is like peak YouTube. Like when it first started, like everybody was on this. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna focus mostly on crack fix for this week. So the term is like usually what uh, we use when stories are set up with like a really silly premise as their starting point. So an example of this might be all the Glee characters except they're warrior cats or all the My Little Pony characters except they're in the office, like the office series, <laughs> like that sort of thing. So like it's something that would never ever happen in canon and it's something that you never even think of and it's just totally random. Love and there's, um, on that same note, there's also a tag that's become popular on Archive of Our Own or AO3 recently called Crack Treated Seriously, which means that even though it might look like crack, it's actually a serious story. Um, I think some examples of this, I can't think really think of any stories off the top of my head or like actual examples, but I've seen stuff where it's like these characters who normally hate each other are now in a relationship and love each other and blah 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 like and they're like it looks like crack because this looks like a crack ship as you know when two characters who you never think would get together are ship but mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like a serious story on that same note crack shoes seriously like that tag has come as a result of how crack fix used to literally just be like comedic gold like just for fun and now a lot of the situations are made up as an excuse to write porn <laughs> you see mm-hmm. this a lot with especially like um mlm ships where they're like i i've like not even like that i've read a lot of jojo's but i feel like i see this yes. a lot in jojo's tags yes absolutely i fair. don't know why because like i don't read them but i, I mean, always see them I, in the tags for jojo fix i think a lot of it is that jojo itself is its own little crack yeah <laughs> um, that's the best way i can describe that but yeah, and then on that same note, um, like, it used to be, like, considered super negative if someone was like, oh my god, this is a crack fic. Like, it was seen as an insult way back when, like, back on, like, fanfic.net. It was seen as, like, flaming, if you remember what that, uh, how that oh, was used, or really mean. <laughs> and now, <laughs> it's usually positive. It usually means that, like, someone's like, oh my god, this is so funny, like, crack gold, you know, like, they, like it's a good thing. Um, and on that same note again... Some crack tropes that used to be crack tropes are now actual tropes, such as da 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 and Prague. Yeah, <laughs> Prague started out in the crack fic world as being that's crazy that would never happen. That'd be like haha, and now he's pregnant. Like in the same vein that like if you remember the Fairly Odd Parents when Cosmo gets pregnant because they have a kid. Like yep. and that's unpreg. Like can't that believe vein. Fairly Odd Parents has unpreg in it. <laughs> I always think about that. Like right, just randomly, and I'm like, yeah. I can't believe it. Um, also, uh, sorry if I cough a little bitter. I'm still technically getting over my colds, but much okay. better. Yeah, We've, I just want to apologize in case you hear me coughing a little bit. I'm drinking. It's fine. Some water. I'll just yell at you when I'm editing. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just think that's a little funny. Um, so now we're on to why I like it. I will say I really like it because I grew up on Crack Fix. If you were a Warrior Cats fan in the late 2000s, early 2010s, Crack Fix were, like, your food. They are, there's so many 
in the Warriors fandom on fanfic.net of just like fact facts, and they're always just like Mary Sue characters. Like, um, I had I actually wrote one, which is what we're gonna be looking at in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorites, and then one of my other favorite fact fics was I did not include in here because um, I I didn't feel like finding it again. It is a Twilight X Warriors crossover, like Twilight the Vampire <laughs> series. Um, I can't believe you. I, I mean, I like I can believe. Didn't yeah, I, I can believe you. Okay, um, but basically, so if I remember correctly, the premise was like Hawk Frost narrating Twilight, and he and Edward <laughs> kept fighting. <laughs> this will make no sense if you don't know either series, but like I just thought it was. Oh my god, I thought it was so funny, and like I literally found in my Facebook memories like ten years ago that I was posting quotes from that fanfic on my Facebook wall. <laughs> I was like, who let me have a Facebook? <laughs> um, but good times. And then my other favorite one is one that I will say, because it's the second story that I'm going to share with you guys. So I'll get to that and then I'll tell you why it's my favorite one. So the first fic I'm going to share with you guys is called Awesome Paw of Amazing Clan. I wrote this when I was, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to say. Young. <laughs> I want to say 12. I might be off, maybe 11. Like, I want to say 12 because I know I was role-playing because some of my friends' OCs made appearances in this. So to give you guys some background on this fic, it's like every other crack fic. Like, I wrote it as a crack fic. It's intended to be funny. It's a parody of the series. Um, And also, I was 12, so my writing ability was not good. However, I still think a lot of these cats that I made up hold up (laughs) to this day and are really (laughs) funny. Um, and the other beautiful thing about that uh, fic is that, again, because I was 12 and didn't really know how to write, my quote-unquote chapters were, like, three paragraphs long. <laughs> like, oh, we love that. They were not even a page in Word. Um, so uh, because I wanted to include my other favorite crack fic with you guys, I have only uh, taken some of the funny cat names and descriptions, as well as the first quote-unquote chapter, which is, like, not even ten lines. Um, and it's... I also cut out a lot of names. I'm not going to tell you my fanfic.net name. If you find it, good for you. I do have a lot of shame attached to that account just because of how old it is. So I don't feel comfortable sharing the name. Again, if you find it, I don't care. Like, But I'm not going to share it on the podcast. So let's get started. So I'm just going to give you guys an intro to the cats first. And just remember that I have edited this. So there are some cats missing that you will find if you find the actual story. So it's called Amazing Clan. Leader, Mary Sue Star, a she-cat with a perfect shade of gold for her pelt and sparkling blue eyes. And then Deputy, Potty Claw, a super hot Tom with awesome green eyes. I kind of shudder. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like that was your reaction because I was just about <laughs> to say I'm shuddering thinking of the fact that I ever wrote hot, like, to describe a cat. A uh, hot. <laughs> Even I don't if I was know. writing from a cat's perspective, I really don't like it. Um, I'm 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 ignoring that they're I'm I'm thinking they're like all like cat boys and cat girls. Oh my gosh, I know stop. it's I know it's actual <laughs> cats, but I'm going with cat boys. Um, I saw t- I saw a tweet. I retweeted it, but it was mm-hmm. like, why do we leave out milk for Santa every year? Is he a cat boy or something? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I wish. Yes, <laughs> then I would actually believe in him. Um, so then we have our medicine cat, know-it-all, all all one word, an all-knowing she-cat with wide green eyes and purple fur. And then the medicine cat apprentice, which was actually my friend's OC, um, but I made into, like, a different cat for this, uh, story. 
same as Faber-chan, a tabby she-cat with blue eyes who is oddly obsessed with Japanese culture. Oh, what a time. <laughs> the weeaboo cat. Yeah. I mean, this one's for you. I'm still friends with her, so she, this is, she'll hear this and be like, what the fuck? I don't think I ever told her about this. The weeaboo cat, all blessed. <laughs> um, so now we're on to some of our warriors. We have Sweetheart, a tabby she-cat with brown eyes. She poops sweethearts and barfs sweethearts. She is very sweet. Then we have Better Than You. A Russian blue she-cat who is better than everyone else. She's actually mated with Hottie Claw, the uh, deputy. And she's too good for any apprentice to handle. She doesn't have one. And we have Gary Sue Stars. A Tom with a perfect shade of gold for his pelt and sparkling blue eyes. He would be leader if there could be two leaders. And, I love uh, the I love the inclusion of a Gary Sue. Yes. I, Not cause, just a Mary cause, Sue. Because, like, you and I wouldn't lead her warrior cats. So I was like, but I want to have two. <laughs> um, and he is actually Awesome Paws, uh, a mentor. Mentor. Then we have Friendship is Magic. One word. A senior warrior Tom <laughs> with white fur and green eyes. He is a huge brony. <laughs> I capitalized huge. I love that so much. Now we have Colorful Fur, a rainbow-colored she-cat with prism-colored eyes. She has an underground paint cabinet. And Beautiful Cat, the most beautiful cat in the world. And her mate is Ugly Cat, the most ugly cat in the world. And together- Oh, that's cute. Together, they made Friendship is Magic. <laughs> that is their kid. No! <laughs> um... <laughs> Now we're on apprentices, and I just wanted to be noted that, like, apparently I bolded, underlined, and italicized this. I hate how you said together they made, like, (laughs) not like like they created this abomination that is friendship. (laughs) It is an abomination, and they made it. Um, Oh, no. So now we have Awesome Paw, an amazing fiery red she-cat with amber eyes. She can never die in battle, can scent things up to five miles away, can read minds, and can go into people's dreams. She is the main character. Really quick, I just need to say, I don't know if I wrote this before The Power of Three came out. I feel like- Oh, I don't know. So this doesn't know Warrior Cats, but if you don't Warrior Cats, Power of Three was about three cats, and then um, The Omen of the Stars was about the actual third cat um, that all have, like- special powers basically one of them can literally never die in battle one of them um can read minds and walk through dreams and the other one it is like can see and smell things like really far away and i'm like i feel like the series had to have come out but like or at least power of three had to have come out before this but i don't think omen of the stars came out before i wrote this i might be wrong i'd have to check but like i'm pretty sure <laughs> that I, um, and Gabs, omen of the stars. I hate to say it in the last episode when we talked about telepathy, you said you didn't write it. You wrote a fic with telepathy in it, bro. Did I? <laughs> Can read minds. Wait. Oh, my God. I just had such a brain fart. <laughs> I was like, did I? After I just said how I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's I, all coming together. And then the, I also the, said in all main ca- uh, caps, she is the main character. Just in case you didn't know, uh, by knowing the title's Awesome Pop, Amazing Clam. And then we have uh, Sugarpaw, a Russian blue she-cat who is constantly on a sugar high, and Scaredypaw, a black cat with green eyes who is scared of everything. Now we have our elders, Sour Mew, an old gray she-cat who hates and finds fault in everything and everyone. And then, all one word, no idea what this is. A cat who is so old and fat and no one knows what gender it is. <laughs> um, that's my favorite cat. I love that. Uh, okay. No idea. Oh my god. So now we're moving on. Oh, I apparently missed a cat because I'm like looking at like the fic. Oh, it's because she dies. That's why. Okay. Oh Spoiler. no. Um, I don't know how to split up these lines because there's a lot. Um, why don't we just like 
Go for uh, it. How about you will read for Faber-Chan. Am I being kin-assigned? Is that yes. what's happening We're going to read okay. for Faber-Chan and, um, and Hottie Claw. Okay. And then okay. I will read for Drama Queen and Know-It-All. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yes. again, this is my first chapter, and it's, uh, it's literally like two paragraphs. This it is was... the full first chapter? Yes, this is the full first chapter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not edit this. It was a dark and stormy night. Usually that would be a bad omen for kit birth, but not this time around. Why? Because it was awesome kits kidding. That's why. Her mother, drama queen, gasped with pain as she drew nearer to her death. Finally, I'll be able to join Cool Mask in Starkland. She swooned dramatically. Cool Mask, her mate, had died the month before due to an STD from colorful fur. Of course, everyone thought it was green cough because cheating on a mate would cause too much drama. Faber-chan prodded Drama Queen away from her quote-unquote death. Am I in Starkland? Is that you, Cool Mask? She smooched Faber-chan on the lips. Faber-chan screeched. Why are you smooching me? This isn't a Yuri manga or anime. (laughs) No, it all screamed. Drama Queen is dead. No, Sour Mew. This time it's for real. Hottie Claw fainted. Then he woke up. He said, Get that hideous thing out of my sight. Just toss her in the garbage can and call an emergency pickup. And that was the end of the eventful night of Awesome Kids Kidding. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then I, went, I wrote one more chapter um, that was like there, it's a, a two chapter, literally a paragraph long. There was Awesome Pod being trained by Gary Sustar. Mm-hmm. And then I posted How one more. How many chapters is this? Then I posted one more chapter update and I said something like, Go name, Nina Sun. I like have been so busy with school and can't update and like I'll do it soon. And then I never updated it again. So this entire fic is like four paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> we love that for you. It has more it has more world building than it does actual content. I know. <laughs> what's funny is i have such a distinct memory of writing this first chapter and by first chapter i'm also including like the character descriptions because i remember i fin- finally finished the character descriptions and i was like oh my god that took too much effort so then i wrote like and i was like that's fine i'll write more next time and then i did and then you wrote one paragraph and then you stopped, <laughs> and I stopped. uh probably for the best um, um I, I i yeah i don't know what happened i love yeah. it though congrats yes. to you thank you um now I actually want to go back and reread like some of the famous Warrior Cat crack fics because those are so funny. They're all really similar premise where it's usually like you have like a super powerful cat um, who does like everything, whatever. And then I actually did end up writing one other Warrior Cat fic in eighth grade that was um, my self insert in me. The difference was that I um, it was called like I'm a Tom question mark exclamation point, and it was me turning into my OC who was a male cat. So, um, it was, like, really cool. The problem is, me being an idiot used, like, my real name, like, my full name. Oh, no. And so when my mom Googled herself, like, five years later, she called me and she was like, what is this link that is showing up when I Google myself? (laughs) Yep. 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 So anyone for work that Googles your mom's name. Thankfully, I've Googled it sent uh, her name. Sent, it does not show up until like the fifth or so page. Oh, so, no. So um, <laughs> I doubt anyone will find it. Uh, yes. Like for, like connected to my mom. And even if they did find it, it's like so far removed from anything else related to her. Like um, mm-hmm. my mom's like really well established in her field. So like she has a yeah. lot of links that show up if you Google her. Um, so I just I don't think 
in a lava shop, but I just think it's funny. And I told her I had yes. no idea what she was talking about. And I was like, oh, no, that's a coincidence. That's <laughs> someone with the exact same name as me. Oh, she didn't read Rota. it. She, she was just, like, she was confused as to what it was. And I just never told her what it actually was. Oh, I see, I see. So yeah. that is Awesome Pop Amazing Clan. I spent way too long on that short of a story. Um, and now I'm going to move on to my favorite fanfic. I have to give you guys some background story on this. So... Um, the title is Fang and the iCarly Crew by Battle-Royale-Hiroki, H-I-R-O-K-I, and they're on fanfic.net, and it is a Maximum Ride x iCarly crossover. I feel like you've told me about this I before. I absolutely told Freshman you about year. this. Freshman absolutely. year. Freshman year And I've probably subjected you to a dramatic reading of it, because oh, I it love is that. literally, literally my favorite fanfic of I don't time. remember that. <laughs> I probably blocked it out, but um, let's go. We're I've also been on, like... I've been on a couple panels where we literally just read, like, read crack fics, basically, or bad fanfics, and I always read this fic because, like, it's just so good. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> when cons happen again? Yes. Uh, their tropes battled for dominance fanfiction panels, question mark? Yes, that'd be really fun. Where yes. we do, like, specific... Okay, we'll talk... We'll we'll get into the planning stages later. We'll plan. Um, Yes, if you didn't realize, Liz and I are massive weebs, and we do do cons and panels and whatnot, so that would actually be really fun. We'll have to see. Um, So a bit of background story on this is that this is five chapters long, definitely worth the read, it's not very long, and so the premise is that the flock, so if you don't know Maximum Ride, um, they're bird kids, they're like, they're they have 2% avian DNA, so they have wings and they can fly, basically. Some of them have extra powers, um, and they're all teenagers. And uh, another really important plot point is that Max and Fang, uh, two of the main characters, are dating. And, yeah, so this takes place where the flock is flying, and they get to Seattle, and they're like, um, okay, this is a good place to stay. And I think they, like, rent an apartment or something. I don't remember exactly why. Um, and then, like, Carly is basically a bimbo. Uh, in this. We love that for Sam her. Sam is abusive. Oh, no. Not, like, abusive, abusive, but, like, just, like, they've really played up her aggressive character. Okay. And Freddy is a simp with no backbone. And that's, I mean... So, I, just Freddy. To be, yeah, to be fair, it is fairly accurate to the show, but... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, definitely they played up the extremes. Um, and something else important to know about uh, Maximum Ride is that there's these uh, things called erasers, which are, like, wolf hybrids that also, some of them can also fly. Um, and they're basically, their only goal in life is to kill the flock. So they're always, like, fleeing, at least for the first part of the series. A lot happens in Maximum Ride. Um, it's <laughs> I, I could talk about Maximum Ride all day. Um, I love that series. But um, a lot happens. And so, yeah, they're in Seattle trying to escape it. Then they meet the Carly crew, and the Carly crew is like, "You should be on our show." Um, Sam challenges Angel, the six-year-old, to an eating contest, and Angel beats her because because their bones are hollow or whatever, because they're like part bird, they eat a lot, so they can eat like out eat anybody. So like, um, the kid like beats Sam in an eating contest, and like they're all just like really pissy. But uh, and they also all have fake fake names that they use when they're talking to real like people because like they're like, oh. You know what kind of name is Fang? So we have this code name. So like, uh, Fang is Nick, and Max, I believe, is Ariel. No, Max is Alex. Angel is Ariel. Um, Max is a normal name, though. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and also, wouldn't it be like? I mean, it's a crack fix, so like, mm-hmm. no use in applying a ton of knowledge to it. Mm-hmm. But if they're on the run from like 
things, wouldn't it be a bad idea for them to go on a super popular, like, web well, show? They, they don't know iCarly. Like, they don't know anything oh, about okay, her. Sick, they don't realize, sick, sick. like, that she actually is, like, quote-unquote famous. Um, okay, sick. And, like, sick, Car- sick. especially because Carly's just going, like, we're famous. We have a web show. And they're like, what the fuck is a what web show? What the fuck? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and okay, then, valid, so, valid. And then Carly, like, falls in love with uh, Fang and is like, he's gonna be mine. And she, for some reason, believes that they're, like, siblings and finds out they're not siblings. But she doesn't know that they're dating because they don't really, like, advertise it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I have an excerpt from Chapter 4. And then I also have an excerpt from Chapter 5 with, like, the literally the last few paragraphs. Um, just to give you guys some, like, build-up and then drama. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Let me see how... I'm not sure how to divide this up because there is a lot of speaking lines. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you'll be Carly? Uh huh. Um, Yay! I'll be I'll be Nick slash Fang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gazzy has like one line, so I'll be and Max also has one line. So you can do Gazzy slash the Gas Man, and I will do Max. Okay. All right. You ready? Yes. So we're starting out and Carly's POV. Nick was going to pay. I really thought that he liked me because I was so pretty. I was a girl who had it all. I had a pretty face, beautiful hair, a cute smile, and a fantastic personality. How could Nick just give that up to be with that tomboy? She was so weird. I mean, she was wearing a windbreaker, and she also had on a dirty t-shirt with scratched up jeans. I would totally change if I was wearing a mud-splattered t-shirt. I ran up to Alex and tried to tackle her. She didn't even move. All she did was push me off with one hand, as if I was a feather. She was really strong. I yelled, How can you go out with her? She's so ugly and gross! Nick replied, She is not gross. Alex is the most beautiful person I have ever saw. And if you're calling her ugly, then you must be Jeb of the Hut, because she is way more gorgeous than you. Carly, <laughs> you are just full of it. <laughs> yes, um, I, we do know that, I, I do know it's, uh, like, Jab of the Hut, like, like, Jeb is Jabba, like, but this person wrote Jeb of the Hut. Jeb of the Hut. I, this this actually was like an inside joke with me and a couple friends for like many years. I love um, and all Jub of the Hut is my favorite Star Wars. Game. I was gonna bring it up later, but I'll say there's this one comment on this fic um, by somebody whose name is MPH Nose. I remember this because the comment is literally something that's like, "Great job, but you spelled Job of the Hut wrong." Instead of it's like it's supposed to be Jabba, like was it J O B B A? I think. Um, uh, yeah, and something this person like, spelled it, it yeah. and this person spelled it like Jub, like J-U-B of the hut. And the um. comment that corrected her says, no, it's Job of the hut, like J-O-B of the hut. <laughs> and then, and then signed it with their username, the comment, like NPH knows. And I, every time I think of it, it just sends me, I'm like, I was like, they were so wrong. They were so, so certain. Confident. They were like, I, they were like, I got them. They were like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it, I got it. And then they were also wrong. I just like, um, and then, uh, Carly, you are just full of it. I just looked at him as if he were crazy. I thought to myself there was only one reason for why he was quote-unquote rejecting me. It was because he was a vampire. Author's note, thanks to person for recommending the idea about them being vampires. <laughs> was, I don't know. I love all the notes in the middle of, like, are they, are they Are they vampires? They're not vampires. Um, I think it was, like, a comment, a commentary had been like, you should have the iCarly crew think that they're vampires, they're vampires because they're weird or whatever. 
It was the only explanation for why he did not want to get together with me, since he was a vampire, and if he got together with me, then he would be risking my life. It was the only reason for why he was kissing Alex. Nick did a not true Edward. A true Edward. <laughs> he was just trying to get me to not like him when he said that I was gross. Then a I true thought, Edward. Hold on, Liz. Then I thought about the best idea ever. My idea was to confront him about being a vampire and say that I was okay with being the girlfriend of a vampire. I mean, Bella <gasps> turned out okay no! in life. <laughs> no! I didn't even read that far ahead when I said a total Edward. I know. You're like, you're like, oh my god, Twilight, Twilight. I was like, hold on. <laughs> we'll hold there. There. Wait, wait, wait. We'll there. And then Nick broke my daydream and said, If you're going to insult me and my girlfriend, then we are just going to go back to our apartment. If you ever bother us again, then I will get a restraining order against you and all your creepy little friends. Fine. Then you can just leave. I reply. Though after I said this, I winked at him a few times to show that I knew he was a vampire. Sam always tells me that I wink really weirdly, but I just tell her that she's jealous and that I winked beautifully. And then um, I cut out the rest of it, so like, um, <clears throat> like give a little context. They go back to the apartment, and Max is like, "Why the fuck was she like spazzing at us?" Because <laughs> like her blinking was like actually her like yeah. having a seizure. Or <laughs> uh, okay, so now we're on chapter five. Um, again, a little more backstory is that they have decided that they now hate um, the entire Maxwell Ride crew, the flock. And that they are going to prank them and, like, piss them off so much they leave. And um, I am going to be, I'm going to make sure that I don't correct typos. There are quite a few typos in this Oh, we love that. So I will read them as it is. Okay. When the iCarly crew got back to Carly's apartment, she told them her plan. They would dress up like Nick, Alex, and Ariel. Carly would be Alex. Freddie would dress up like Nick. And Sam would act like Ariel. They would do this because it would Nick and his friends so much that they would leave. Yep, it would. It, w- <laughs> it, would. it definitely would. I'm guessing they meant to say, like, annoy or something. It um, would. It would. Uh, after Carly told Sam and Freddie the plan, they both looked at her and smiled. Carly put on a leather jacket, black jeans, and put on a wig to match Alex's hair color. When she looked in the mirror, she almost looked exactly like Alex, Carly thought. Freddie wore a black jacket, black pants, and a shaggy black wig. They got all the wigs from Spencer's art things. He liked to experiment with extensions. Love <laughs> that side note about Spencer. <laughs> Um, you have to make it realistic, okay? <laughs> the lore building. <laughs> right. Building. Sam wore a blue dress and bent over so she would smaller. Sam also she, put her... she would smaller. She Sam was... also put her hair in pigtails so she would look younger. Soon following getting dressed, they made their way into the hallway walking toward the apartment. Though as soon as they were about to open the door and embarrass the teens, three men appeared to be walking towards them. <gasps> oh However, my god, no! It looked like they had trouble with their eyesight because one man almost banged the other. Nevertheless, they were walking towards them and saying, kill the flock, kill the flock, over and over again. Carly thought to herself who the flock was. While Carly was thinking, one of the men grabbed Freddy and said Target recognized and snapped his neck. Freddy screamed as oh he my witnessed God. his last second's life. <laughs> Sam and I looked at Freddy's wrinkled body and started to cry. A pool of blood was forming between the two girls' feet. The man looked very apathetic towards Freddy as if he hadn't just killed him. Sam started screaming as she tried to tackle the man, but he just pushed her aside. Another man saw Sam, picked her up, and thrust a knife through her heart. She moaned for a few moments, what and her the eyes fuck is happening? over. As Carly looked up the last man, she knew that he was going to kill her. However, Carly did not know why. She was just a girl from Seattle who had a very popular web show. Those in the last of three men came toward her, and for her last words, she mumbled, I love you, Nick. I know you love me, too. The third man took an Uzi out of his left pocket and blew Carly's skull up. 
Luther, what the fuck is happening? The way that this man can somehow fit an Uzi in his left pocket. <laughs> I'm proud of him. He he really knows yes. how to utilize space. <laughs> he the knows men... how to utilize a lot of space. The men looked at the work they had done and left. As soon as they turned the corner, Max, Wing, Iggy, Gazzy, Angel, and Nudge walk out of their apartment. When the kids saw the bodies, they immediately knew that it was not safe for them in Seattle. Gazzy was the only one who said something as they walked away. Why are, why are they dressed like us? Max answered him with a very confusing answer. They died because of their outfits. We erasers thought that they were us and killed. That was the last time the flock was in Seattle. The end. And then the authors noticed, wow, I just killed off the iCarly crew. Review. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what the fuck? And that is my favorite fanfic of all time. I cannot I'm tell you pretty sure you have those. read this part to me and I just, that came back very quickly I, I definitely have read it to you because i've literally read this to, like everybody i know is so fucking funny and it's just it's just in me it's just funnier when you do dramatic readings of it like it's um that came back quick <laughs> that was a lot so liz how do you like it did you enjoy um, killing the iCarly crew it was interesting um, real quick, I feel bad reading this now because, like, I love Jeanette McCurdy and she's <clears> on TikTok and, like, so if you're not following her on TikTok, you should uh, because love she's her. really cute and she's a very funny comedian and also, like, there's, like, rumors that she's gonna make an expose about her time working with Nick and Dan Schneider, so, um, She should. I think be she so should pumped. because she's talked a lot about, like, the trauma and the eating disorder and stuff, but she, that, just, like, a quick warning, her, um, account does talk about eating disorders if that is a trigger for you, um, but... It's just, like, she's very interesting and, like, really down to earth. So, it's a quick little plug. We love plug. her. Yeah, we do. Um, sorry we killed your character, though. I'm not sure you would mind. Rip. Um, <laughs> so, any closing thoughts on Fractics, Liz? Um, you know, um, they're definitely a thing. Not sure something are. I would go out and personally read. I, don't know. And... I feel like I would, and I definitely already do, um, and I think I still will, because sometimes they are really good pick-me-up when you're feeling down, and mm-hmm. if you need a good laugh, Crack Fix are always there for you. Oh, I I agree with it. I think Crack Fix are definitely something so fun to read with friends. Yes, yes, especially. I just don't think there's something I personally like to really read alone. Because when I'm reading fanfics, mm-hmm. I'm in bed alone at night sad sad i need some comfort i need some love that's fair yeah no i read for the ships that should be canon yes um yes but on that same note like saying about like reading with friends that reminds me like i had a couple friends we used to um like get together on rabbit back when that was a thing in high school and we would just like find really funny haiku doujins and read them like dramatically (laughs) to each other um and if you ever want to do that hit me up because that was so fun yes i love that God, there's so many. I, the things I have not read many haiku doujins. Oh, you don't, but the ones I've seen specifically, like that's are just the ones I've into. seen are fucking wild, man. There are some really interesting ones. Let's just let's just say that there are. We'll like, leave it way at that. More Omegaverse haiku doujins than you would ever think. Uh, no, I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot. Anyways, um, let's move on to your section, Liz. Woo-hoo! Yep. Okay, so I got domestic au gabs what do you know about domestic au's um kind of that it's just like slice of life yeah like like yeah essentially because they want characters to be happy and the show doesn't let them always be happy oh yeah oh yeah but tell me more liz 
Okay, so um, <laughs> these fan fictions um, show canon characters living their everyday life. All my info is from fan lore as well. Sorry. Well, yeah. not. Don't <laughs> sue us. We know nothing and we get paid zero dollars. We are very stupid um, and we have very little money. Yes. So these um, are usually, like, this is a pretty popular trope usually in stuff that's, like, fandoms with, like, supernatural or, like, sci-fi mm-hmm. elements and kind of stuff like that. Okay. Though the fan fictions do not usually have to remove, like, the supernatural or science fiction elements for it to be a domestic AU. Like, it can be a domestic mm-hmm. AU within that universe and, like, stuff oh, is still happening, so, like, but it's their everyday the, lives. So, like, how when I was talking about that telepathy fic, fic with, like, the American Idol people, like, that was pretty yeah. domestic, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I think that was a perfect example. Where it's like if you look at a lot of the stuff from like the um from like the second Avengers movie where they're all just kind of like vibing, yes. like oh, drinking some beer and they're all like, Let's mess around and try to pick up Mjolnir. Like, you know, there's still like stakes and stuff still happening around that, but that's that little bit is like very domestic and yes, kind of could constitute scene. as like domestic like what like would mean by a domestic AU where there is still a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually these do remove the characters from their usual stressors of their canons. And a lot I of these characters need, they need to be removed from all they this They need shit. therapy. They need therapy. <laughs> um, and a lot of these fics do have like characters married, sometimes with children. So there is the overlap with kid fics. This um, fan lore article wasn't very long. But I feel like an important part is um, it's popular in the Marvel fandom, aka the super family. Which is Liz's favorite. Like, when Liz got domestic, I was like, okay, this is actually kind of perfect for her, so. Um, Yeah, you would think it's perfect, but I think I'm going to do a full full episode for me on super family. Well, of course. Dedicate it. I am not surprised. In the future, I don't want to do it, like, back to back. But, um, like, essentially, like, I always, like, love all of, like, kind of the fun stuff, like, where it's, like, oh, Tony's Peter's dad, and, like, ah, all that fluffy cute stuff. Who, for whatever reason, didn't listen to the first few episodes, just know that Liz is very much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and, like, most of the fics she reads happen to take place in MCU, so, like, she will talk about MCU a lot, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, today, I did not choose a Marvel fanfic, though. Really? Yeah. I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I was waiting for another stuffy thick. Yeah, I, I didn't want to, like, I, the thing is, like, I kind of wanted to mix it up, because I'm like, oh, we've read so much Marvel. We do. Even, no, but, like, even one fic you chose was Marvel. Okay, to be fair, I, I don't remember which to one To appease chose, me. But, yes. Yes. Um, this is a Hannibal fan fiction. Uh, okay, your other hyperfixation. <laughs> got it. Um, I, during quarantine, I very much gotten very into the Hannibal Liz television once spent, show. like, 30 minutes on the phone talking to me about, like, Hannibal. I'm like, I have zero interest in Hannibal and never will watch it, so I was just sitting there listening, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and Liz is, like, yeah. telling me, like, detailed information about, like, the cast, and I was like, yeah. I don't know who these people are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, like, tried to tell my parents, because, like, my parents have both watched it. I and think my so, parents watched it. But, and, but like, they, my mom will listen to me, my mom's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, please, someone listen to me. I don't care. I listen. Like, I don't complain. Like, I know, yeah. you like, I know you like it, so I'll listen. But I just think it's yes. funny because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm glad it makes you happy. Yeah. Um. All you need to know. Um. Our our main guy Will. He is like. That's when you cosplayed, right? Yes, I did okay. a female version of him. 
I love him a lot. Um, Isn't he your Kenny character? Uh, stop. Don't out me here, Liz please. Liz is a Kenny. Liz told me to Ken. First of all, I do need to make that known. Like, Liz told do me not- to start Kenning. Do not out me like I'm this. I'm outing you. Liz told please. me you can. When I, like, made a joke, I was like, oh, if I can this character, wow, blah, blah, blah. And Liz was like, oh my god, you should just actually can. And I was like, Liz... <laughs> When I say kin, I mean it in, like, the TikTok I know. way of kinning. I know, but it makes me feel like he did not grow up on Tumblr, so. No, I did grow up on Tumblr. I know, but it and makes I me feel And I was terrified of it. <laughs> I was terrified of it when I grew up on Tumblr. Oh, I knew all of that. The dragon kin that ate their freaking mom, <laughs> wanted to eat their mom's jewels, I was there for that. And Do I know. Do not cite the old laws in the witch. I was there when they were written. <laughs> written. And, like, I know all of it. And it took me, like, a while to kind of come around to this new, like, Mm-hmm. TikTok definition of I kinning. Mean, also, as a quick FYI, if you're listening and you're wildly confused, uh, kinning is to like. So the definition has changed over time. It used to be more like I am this character or was this character in a past life, and now people use it much more commonly to be like, um, this is a character that I heavily relate to. Like this is my comfort character. Yeah, and it's so it has it's taken like a whole new meaning with this current generation of weebs. Um, Yes. And, but there are a lot of people from me and Liz's weeb generation that are, like, wildly uncomfortable with the word kinning because, like, we remember the kin house. Oh, the kin, the Final Fantasy kin Yeah, house. the Final Fantasy. Honestly, I feel like we should do a special one day just about that. Oh, hell yeah. Like, not um, about fanfic. Yeah. Um, we'll see. It's, like, like, the biggest thing, it's, like, I wasn't friends with anyone who was, like, who was, like, kinnies back in the day of, well, like, Tumblr. Well, aren't you lucky? Um, I mean, like, I have nothing against, like, people who <laughs> no, were. Like, I, if, the, um, if you were, and, like, you weren't, like, like actually, like, crazy and, like, mean. You know what I yeah, mean? I mean, because Some problem, people were, like, just kind of normal, you know? Right. The problem has always been, like, um, people who take it too far and are, like, don't interact with you also can this character, or, like, I am this character and you're abusing me if you did disagree, like, that sort of thing. Like, just Or, maybe, like, or they, they would treat you, like, garbage and then be like, oh, yeah. well, it's just, like, my kin. Yeah. And so, like, luckily, I don't have any personal interactions with that. So yeah. it definitely was, like, a bit easier for me to kind of get over and adopt this new kind of definition of, like, kidding. Because, like, I do have, like, a lot of comfort characters and a lot of characters I do find a lot of comfort yeah. in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Will Graham is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the show, that's kind of alarming. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't watched it now, Liz. I don't need more information to psychoanalyze you with. Yeah, my friends were, my friend Ashru is mentioning it around my mom. I'm like, my mom has watched the show. She's probably so fucking concerned right now. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, But so essentially he's like a, um, he is a psychology teacher at like, uh, oh. with like school near like Quantico and he gets like brought in to do like Quantico? special stuff. It's like, uh, like FBI. Stuff. Oh, okay. I've always heard that. Like mentioned. criminal minds. Okay. And I always wondered what the fuck it was. Cause I'm like. What is a Quantico? Like it's so like shows. like Criminal Minds. Okay. I am a huge Criminal Minds stan as well. Um, but so essentially, like he's just like a teacher, but he gets like brought on by mm-hmm. by Jack to do some like profiling because he is like incredibly like he has like an empathy disorder where like mm-hmm. he can literally like empathize with like 
killers and like figure out what they did i think it's so fucking cool it just sounds like this man should not be in psychology (laughs) yeah he shouldn't um and Um, like that's not a dig at anybody who's like empathetic and interested in psychology like you definitely need a level of empathy to be in the field of like even if you're not no but um, like the reason why he's so good is because he can empathize with everyone and understand what they're thinking right but i'm just saying i'm just like in general like can you imagine if like you had a therapist who was overly empathetic like that like they would not be able to give you clear constructive advice. which is why he's not a therapist yeah. I, I'm he's just, more yeah yeah listen, listen, he's more I, he's more of a teacher for like like profile i'm just and, applying like, logic to a show that doesn't have logic so, but i just that was my first thought when you said that i was like this man should not be near psychology <laughs> like, yeah he's he's like a psychology teacher very specifically like for like profiling killers like forensic yeah like that's like what he teaches very specifically i still don't think he should do it because i'm like how the like just thinking about like being able to emphasize empathize with like ted fucking bundy you know like so no but so that's why like he's brought in to like help like figure out i get i get their reasoning i just don't like it so but also that that makes sense why you so shit goes downhill that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah shit goes downhill essentially um um, he, yeah, so, basically, he, um, Hannibal Lecter, we all know who Hannibal Lecter is. Yes. A, a cannibal, essentially, gets brought into, um, yes, he gets brought into kind of, like, psychoanalyze Will to make sure, like, he's okay to go back on the field, and, like, he's his, like, psychiatrist, essentially, and, like, Even though he, wait, he's known as cannibal? No, no one knows oh, him as cannibal. Oh, okay, okay, I was like, wait. That's allowed? No, um, a lot of the show is actually them trying to kind of, like, prove it. Okay. Because, like, they all kind of know, but they're all like, we have no proof, you know? So a lot of stuff happens, and, like, I'm like, I'm like oh, I don't want to give spoilers, but this show's been out for so freaking long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, like, Will ends up, like, knowing and, like, kind of willingly participating in, like, the cannibalism. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! I know, it's, like, crazy. But so, um, Hannibal and Will Graham is a very popular ship. Yes. It's a ship I very much Liz enjoy. Liz talked to me about it extensively, so I- The you know. two actors who play the characters yes, yes. also the, enjoy it. The showrunner enjoys it as well. tell them about their erotic art? Oh, yeah, the showrunner, like, retweeted, like, NSFW Hanagram, like, fan art on his Twitter. It's great. Um- there is, like, a deleted kiss scene, and I, if, like, they got renewed for another season, like, it was going to be, like, fully, like, canon. Like, But also, wasn't the show from, like, early 2010s? Yeah, it's, like, yeah, not happening. So, like, that's They exactly all have interest why. to come back if someone renews it, but, like, who mm-hmm. knows? There's mm-hmm. been a Hannibal renewal, so. Consensual cannibalism was trending on Twitter and caused political discourse. Yes, that's okay, why you're guys? talking to me about it, because you were, like, arguing about it or something. Don't you agree? It was crazy. It was so funny. It was, like, it was, like, it just started trending on Twitter because someone made a joke in the fandom, mm-hmm. and it started trending, and literally the left and the right just started arguing with each other, like, how can you guys think this is a real thing? It caused, it caused political discourse in our country. <laughs> you, that's, that's just, um... You know it's what? funny. I honestly wish I could laugh, but I'm like, that is so America that it kind of just hurts. It was so funny when I found out about it. Okay, yes. so, but so, essentially, um, before, um, before season, like, season three, um, Hannibal runs off to Florence, Italy, honestly, which I is forgot in we Tuscany. Were doing a podcast for a second. Like, I thought I was just listening to you talk about <laughs> Hannibal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it, so I don't sorry. apologize. Like, I just, I got, like, so caught up in you, like, explaining everything. <laughs> yeah, um, but so, based, um, in, like, kind of, like, 
season season three like Hannibal runs away to like Florence Italy so there's like a lot of stuff where it's like oh like end of season two he was like Hannibal is gonna run away with Will and like this girl they kind of like like adopted like not actually adopted but they both Mm. kind of had responsibility for so it was going to be a domestic AU bro but like shit hit the fan and like people died and people almost died um no more all it it wasn't it didn't end up all but like if it happened like that should have been so cute but so a lot of people like think like oh their plan was gonna be to go to italy together all along and like ooh, and like you know all of that goodness so this this is a domestic au that takes place in italy it's called glass no wonder you chose that yeah she's learning italian um i have an italian minor um I did study in Florence yes. for three weeks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Only three weeks. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't I even, promise like, Liz is not one of those people, though, who's like, yeah, when I was in Italy, like, she, the, she's not, like, elitist I was, about it. When I, I was just, like, in Italy, uh, I hate being back in the States. <laughs> <laughs> I just think um, it's funny to bring it up. Yes. But so, yeah, this is, um, the fanfic is called Glass Cocoon by... I don't know how to pronounce this. It's spelled E M U. I don't know. Um, it's spelled E M U N G E R E on A O three. It's like a one. It's a one shot. Um, you know, like general warning for like most Hannibal fan fictions. You know, um, this one it doesn't like get too explicit. Is it like, like a fade to black type thing? Oh God, I don't remember off the top of my head. But it's, like, I mean, like, general warnings are, like, allusions to cannibalism. <laughs> uh, well, I, I feel like you don't even need to give that warning when we're talking yeah, about Yeah, 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 Some, some, there, it's so funny because there is, like, literally a tag in the Fanable, in, like, the, the Hannibal fandom Fanable? that's just, like, Hannibal is sorry, not a I, cannibal. I just want to point out that you said Fanable. <laughs> I, I can't speak. Don't talk to me about this, okay? <laughs> I, like, genuinely can't speak. I I just think it was funny. <laughs> okay. But so um yeah, I mean like I have to read for Wills. <laughs> okay. So am I I don't Hannibal? even know if like there's I don't yeah, there is some like conversation. Okay, so like, yeah, you're reading for Hannibal. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am now uh, a cannibal. You're now Wait, a what cannibal. does he does, does he have an accent? What does he sound like? Uh God, how do I how do I describe Mad Mickelson's accent? It's weird, man. Um, he's from, where the hell is he from again? He's, like, like a vaguely European accent, you know? Um, okay. He's, he's a Dana, he's, like, a Danish actor, so, like, Danish accent. Well, I don't know how the fuck to do that. I can barely do a <laughs> exactly. British accent. Exactly. Um, um, I'll just, you, like, do, like, a bad British accent, and we'll call it a day. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> The beginning of winter in Tuscany turned the hills from gold to bright green and filled the valleys with morning fog. It was hunting season. Oh, also, one thing, uh, you ha- you don't have to know about, like, Will, but Will, for this fanfic, but Will is literally, like, a, like, disaster by, like, garbage baby with, like, five billion dogs. Aww. Um, there's a joke in the, in, like, the fandom the that he, the fanable stop. Where he um, where he showers with like dog shampoo because he could care less. He just Aww. buys it for all of his dogs, so like he could just use it. He's literally like a disaster, like a walking disaster. He's very sweaty. Um, until Hannibal comes along and 
people have jokingly dubbed it the bimboification song. <laughs> I love that. In season three, because he, he starts, like, at one point he just starts dressing really nice and it suits, like, kind of for him. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. He just has it. a he just has a crush, that's all. Oh, he very much has a crush. Okay. Sorry. We will get back to it. Hannibal had been talking about wild boar all week. The persimmon trees behind the house were so full of ripe fruit that Will couldn't pick it all. He stood under one with a cobalt-colored bowl to pick them to pick the to put them in and shivered he'd come out barefoot still not quite convinced of the cold it wasn't much compared to wolf trap which is where that's where he lived in like uh virginia i'm sorry i'm With just all like, of not his doggies being like oh i didn't expect it to be cold it's winter let him live he's literally <laughs> stupid he's literally stupid okay he might be a professor but he's stupid he's stupid um it's okay me too when he was literally like um being like accused of um possibly being like a murderer because like he kept disappearing with like someone else who was suspected of murder not Hannibal someone else mm -hmm. and like he kept like literally blacking out and dissociating for hours and like couldn't remember what it was like what he was doing so he mm -hmm. was suspected of it his first thought was um let me get on a train with them and go back to the scene of the murders <laughs> when he was in like a completely killer mind he's an idiot yeah. um sorry it wasn't fine. much compared to Wolf Trap, but only idiots grows their feet off, feet in 50 degree weather. He dug his numb toes to the, into the ground and smiled and picked some more persimmons. He wore jeans and one of Hannibal's shirts with a sleeve rolled up and black lace panties. They, they very specifically, they talk about where him wearing panties, okay? If you're not into that, I'm sorry. His hair was long enough now to curl over his shoulders and tangle when he wasn't careful enough about combing it out. He painted his toenails the night before, um which was the reason he wore no shoes he liked to see the pink the pale pink against the dark earth it made his life feel more solid mm -hmm. uh the wind picked up rain spotted across his skin stinging and cold he gave up on the rest of the persimmons and walked back towards the house a sharp gust sent the branches creaking overhead and made him jog the last few steps hannibal was waiting for him at the kitchen door he took the bowl and set it aside to pull will into his arms hands hot on his chilled skin barefoot and without a coat uh, he murmured into Will's hair. Will sighed against his neck and let himself snuggle, snuggle closer. His lips grazed Hannibal's collarbone through his shirt. It's not that cold, he said. You're chilled, though. Mud on your feet, fingers like ice. <laughs> I'm doing the weirdest, like, bad cockney accent. Hannibal kissed yeah. Will's fingertips and sucked one into his mouth. It was so hot it burned. And Hannibal smiled as he flinched. He ran up a hand through Will's hair instead. And your hair, he added. What a dreadful mess you look. I love uh, Will smiled. You think I look beautiful. You always think I look beautiful. That's because you always do, my dear. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I wish I knew. This is real um, practic. Yeah. Um, it was so absurd, but it filled Will's chest up with warmth that the winter couldn't touch. He kissed Hannibal's neck and slid the, his cold hands under his shirt against his smooth, warm skin, and Hannibal let him do it. What do you want for breakfast? Will asked. I made coffee. We had persimmons. 
let's go back to bed. <laughs> it's time to go back to bed, okay? Um, let's go back to bed. To bed. Um, they took coffee and persimmons and a few slices of butter bread. Bread. Oh, butter bread sounds so good right now. I feel like a peasant <laughs> yeah. from the 18th century, but buttered bread sounds so fucking good. Buttered bread, like, is such a good depression oh my, meal. My, you okay, know, like, Nick's, like, like, his family just eats a lot of, like, bread, like, buttered bread. Mm-hmm. And my family doesn't because my parents are, like, strictly keto. So, like, coming here oh, and just having sucks. abundance of access to bread has, like, made me gain so much weight because I'm, like, bread. <laughs> See, one of, like, the craziest things, like, I didn't, like, found out, like, a lot of people don't do is, mm-hmm. like, like, have you, do you do, like, buttered rolls for, like, breakfast ever? Not really. No. Oh, my God. I don't know if it's, like, an like, Irish Hawaiian thing. Rolls? No, it's, like, literally just, like, a roll with butter on it for breakfast. Like an English muffin? No, like, a roll for, like, like sandwiches. Oh, no, I think that must be an Irish thing, then. I don't know, man, okay? But, um, that's a great breakfast. It's a good time. Bread and butter for breakfast, great time. And then also, like, if it's, like, 3 a.m., you're sad, but you're just like, I'm a gremlin and need food. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, um, for Christmas dinner, uh, Nick's dad made these, like, gigantic crescent rolls, and I ate Uh all of them. Yes. So. Okay, enough about buttered (laughs) Sorry to, like, put you guys on Bread fandom, Uh, rise up. Bread fandom. (laughs) We are literally the bread fandom podcast now. Um, um, Okay, um, Hanwell set the tray on the bed and climbed between the sheets. Will kicked his jeans and sat beside him. Wash. Oh, sorry, that's you. Uh, Yeah, that's me. That's me. Oh, sorry, you and your beautiful British accent. Wash your feet. You get dirt on the sheets. Oh, and it changes said. every line. I also want to put out there for those of you who don't remember, like, I'm literally, like, a British citizen. <laughs> this is what yep. I sound like. I was um, on the phone with my British grandmother this uh, morning. Imagine what she'd say if she heard me now. She'd probably oh, you should send it to her. Notes. Send it no, to her. <laughs> I am not letting Sue into this. Um, okay. Um, we're getting crumbs in them. I'll change them later anyways. Hanwell held out an arm and Will leaned against him. They ate persimmons in the early morning quite and listened to the rain ping off the glass. I'm going into the city today. Hannibal said. Will needs, made some sound of acknowledgement. Hanwell made weekly trips into Florence. Will never ask what he did there. He's eating people. <laughs> um, oh, kind of. <laughs> Um, he's, like, meat? killing people to bring back for their meat to eat I was later. Say, is boar meat supposed to be, like, It's, yeah. People? No! Yeah. Yeah. Liz, yeah. you can't be, like, I told oh, it's you. domestic. It's, like, how... It's domestic in the realm of this show. They never get to settle down like this. We, we don't, like, the thing is, like, we don't, like, it's not, like, we don't, like, see, like, like, we don't really go into, like, him actually, like, hunting and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, like, casually mentioned, and then back to the domestic stuff, you know, like. It's just so, I just can't go through that. <laughs> okay. I'm anyway. desensitized to it, okay? I guess. I'm, I'm not. Um. <laughs> it's, it's domestic in the sense of this show. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll bring um, home boar meat for dinner. You're cooking it, Will said. After Hannibal left, Will put the sheets in the washer. He went to get more wood from the um, for the fire and found they were running low. They usually were. Hannibal hated chopping it. Will did it now, splitting log after log and wondering what to serve with wild boar. They had squash. He could roast it and stuff it with rice. Or he um or he'd been meaning to try to make gnocchi. Um, he carried the wooden side and stacked it up next to the fireplace. When the sheets were dry, he set the ironing board there between the fire and the broad windows with its view of the lowering clouds. 
It had been a shock to him that anyone actually ironed sheets, but of course Hannibal did. Bull had come to enjoy it. The long slow pull of the iron, the scent of hot metal and um, lavender, water, uh, the crisp heat of the cotton. He was waiting to be bored. Um, He had been waiting for months. It hadn't happened yet. He drifted inside the confines of domestic life they had built together, still unwilling to step outside as if he might be waiting there with bloody hands. Ooh, spooky! Spooky ending! But, um, yeah, it's it's very domestic for what the show is. They never get to just, like, settle down and be happy together. Got, like, okay, if you hadn't mentioned that, like, he was killing people, like, I would have agreed that this was very cute. But, um, because he's, like, killing people to eat, like, I, I just, I can't get with it. Um, but I respect <laughs> that you enjoy it. Yes. And I will not say anything else on the matter. Um, I definitely read a lot of domestic fics. I feel like it's kind of pointless to ask, like, will you read this again? Because I know both of us read a lot of domestic fics. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of, like, AUs just are generally kind of, like, domestic fics. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of them can definitely fall under it. Like, like all those, like, your favorite coffee shop AUs, like, those, a lot of those can definitely fall under domestic. um, Yeah. I definitely think it's, like, an umbrella term. But um, I think you did, summed it up well in terms of, like, a day at home relaxing. That something that yeah. the characters no- normally don't get. Yes. These characters very much do not get at all. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. I will say, <clears throat> one thing I enjoy about a lot of, like, Hannibal fanfiction mm-hmm. is a lot of it is, like, beautifully written. I mean, um, from my some of the, the fans... show is beautiful, so, like, that doesn't surprise yeah. me too much. Um, like, is it because some fans are pretentious? Most likely. Yes, but it's like get that vibe. Yeah, a lot of the fanfictions I found are like some of the most like beautiful, like beautifully written fanfics cuz like a lot of the sh- the show is like riddled with like 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 references to like poetry and classic literature and like all of this like fancy Well, I feel like something stuff. else to keep in mind too is that while it was like it was coming out at the same time when like Super Cool Walk was at its peak, so yep. like, a lot of their fans were like older for Hannibal so a lot of like yeah. the older work is actually written by adults as opposed to like you know the 15 year olds who were in charge of Super Hoopla. Oh yeah. So and like, like even now like reason. a lot of people have like grown up a lot of newer people have gotten into a, mm-hmm. into it but like all of the people who have really gotten into it are like adults and it's mm-hmm. like honestly kind of refreshing having like a space that's like a lot of people my age you know mm-hmm. usually like fandoms I feel like there's definitely it's definitely like a large like age range so sometimes it's like kind of harder to like really relate to everyone you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah I get you like I'm not gonna relate to like let's say I don't know what's like a thing I like I'm trying to like think of an example um off the top of my head God, all I can think of off the top of my head is fucking, like, My Hero. I like My Hero, like, not gonna lie, but, like, I'm not gonna relate to a lot of the fans, you know? Like, a lot of the fans are younger, um, so it's definitely not a fandom space I personally enjoy being in. If I was 15 when this was coming out, holy shit, I would love it, you know? Like, I would love being in the fandom space a lot more than I do nowadays, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I Hannibal. <laughs> watch Hannibal if you're comfortable with like yes, blood if you're and gore and cannibalism and that sort of thing. Don't watch it. Um, and be like me and don't watch it. Um, yes. I don't think there's really anything else for us to talk about. Oh, yeah. um, we're actually going to start posting these soon. Yeah, I, I think. Think our tentative plan that we had talked about once was like once we record the fifth one, we'll start uploading. I thought it was honest. Um, it can be the fifth one. We'll talk a little bit more we'll after talk we more stop once, recording. Yeah, once we're done recording. <clears throat> But um, 
definitely like these can be uploaded soon we're really excited for you guys to listen to these um and i mean obviously by the time this one comes out you will have hopefully already heard our first three because those will all be airing uh together yeah but um hopefully the microphone quality of this one is much nicer hopefully and i'm sorry if it's not we're still you know learning figuring things out as they go for what it's worth i do feel like we did our best if we couldn't we had the time and still do so yeah um i'm proud of us for that like this is a two-person team we're both busy college seniors um applying for grad school Oh, I'm not applying for grad school. (laughs) Well, fuck you. Um, Liz has a year off, okay? Oh, I forgot you're doing that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, fuck you. I am. Um, (laughs) I I work a a job. I I I work. Liz Liz basically works full time. Like, you're, like, what, a manager now, right? I am a manager. Yes. So, like, crazy time. We're both busy. We got a lot going on, but um, if you listen to this from afar, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, you can... Liz, what about your uh, social media? Where can we uh, find What you? about this show's oh, social media? Oh, that's a good point. First. Let's do that first. Liz, what um, is our show's social media? We have a uh, Instagram, Twitter. We now have the TikTok. The I made TikTok. the TikTok finally. Yes. Um, she made it like you know, like an hour after we recorded the last one, where we were like, "Oh, uh, we don't have a TikTok yet." She made it like the following day. I was like, "I sh- I should just fucking make it." I kept yeah. putting it off, so I just made it. <laughs> um, you can find us at Trope Podcast on there. Mm-hmm. For Facebook, you can find us at Trope Podcast, but you can also search their tropes. Battles for dominance. Yes. Um, I mean, if you want to contact us through email. Oh, uh, we also trope yeah. dominance at gmail.com yes. i don't know yep why would us. you i don't know why um, you want to contact yeah, us but if you I mean, do if you want to like write us like fan mail please don't do fan hate because i would cry i um, we're both incredibly anxious people, yes and we're like very sensitive like <laughs> um please don't we'll cry um uh, constructive criticism as well <laughs> no please don't like if you tell uh, me i did something address wrong, it we'll to liz address, address it to liz, liz. <laughs> don't let me read it um, um <laughs> I don't that know. That being said, um, you know, rate us and subscribe us on whatever platform you're listening to. I'm not entirely sure what platforms we're uploading to yet. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but Probably yeah. Spotify. Spotify, I don't know. Apple. We'll see. We'll um, see. All right. I'm going to cut it off there because we've already. Wait. Under- our what? own personal. Oh, my God. You're right. Oh, my God. Liz, what's your social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lazily Liz for, like, my cosplay stuff. Um, Please don't follow my personal. Thank you. Gabs, mm-hmm. what's yours? Wow, Liz, thank you for remembering to ask. Uh, <laughs> um, my social media is Flighty the Nerd. That's F-L-I-G-H-T-Y-T-H-E-N-E-R-D, all one word. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. I am just now starting to be a Twitch streamer, so I'd really appreciate it if you guys could follow me there and um, help me get to affiliate that much faster. It'd be really fun yes. to actually make money doing something I enjoy doing uh, instead of something I hate doing. Um and amen to that yes and then i also have a normie instagram that's gabs the nerd g-a-b-s-s-t-h-e-n-e-r-d all one word and you can find my behind the scenes life there yeah okay i think that's so, it uh, sorry yeah. that this is our longest episode yet but enjoy it well we'll hopefully see you in the next yeah bye bye